0: Process. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. Rise. The Monica, Matthew, Monica Show. Matthew Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Life, love, and liberty. How are you guys doing today? How's it going? Hanging in there Another the day in the great country of America that doesn't feel so great right now. Am I the only one who feels that way? I don't think so because I get your emails and most of you are just completely completely disgruntled and you're dismayed and disheartened and all those other disses speaking of disses so the mayor of atlanta making her rounds the media darling that she is was uh with jimmy fallon last evening
1: i am feeling so much better um i have seasonal allergies and everything's in bloom of course in atlanta so i couldn't tell the difference between allergies and covid but I'm doing great. My husband was the one who was really down and out and he's doing so much better.
0: So Keisha Lance Bottoms miraculously tests positive right about the time that the governor of Georgia is preparing to sue her personally. Uh, She addressed that last night as well.
1: What is going on with that? I'm sorry. Are you being sued by the governor? I am personally being sued by the governor. Uh, But ironically, uh, just before joining you, I I had a a very good conversation with the governor. So we have discussed where we disagree and and hopefully we can um, figure out a way to agree to disagree without having to play this out in court. But at the end of the day, we want the same thing. We want people to be safe. We want to stop the spread of COVID-19, and it certainly doesn't help when when we're having to fight one another.
0: Correct. And it kind of makes you wonder, do they really want the same thing? Do they want the same result, but just going about it completely differently? I mean, one, the mayor is willing to roll back and go back to stay home, stay put, no one come out. Now, this is on the heels of her supposedly testing positive for COVID. I don't know whether she has or not. I've never seen her test results. Um, she apparently did not have a single symptom, as you just heard her say, other than, you know, maybe feeling like allergies. And as we all know, that can actually be the truth. One family member can be, you know, on life support. And another one just kind of felt yuck for a few days and didn't even really know they had it. And as busy as a, of a bee as she is in terms of, you know, media appearances all over the country while our city burns and, you know, water boys uh, attack drivers and there's just complete dismay and, and, and just anarchy really uh, in a number of, of ways here. I mean, we don't, we don't necessarily have buildings burning anymore, but we have one hell of a crime uptick in my city while Keisha is making rounds on every media network you can imagine uh it's it's extremely disheartening to those of us who are like do you realize your city's burning nevertheless so it just makes me wonder she wants to roll the city back to everyone stay home you know let's go back to the beginning meanwhile the governor's like hey you guys are big boys and girls i i realize you need to put food on your tables and keep your lights on and so you make your own decision i would prefer you wear a mask and monica's emphasis here even though there's no science behind it and especially for anything outside of an n95 mask Uh, with regard to COVID and other viruses. However, the governor is like, hey, you know, let's champion the cause of masks. In that, you're a big boy and girl. You guys make your own decisions. I'm not going to mandate that. And I'm going to let you go to work and keep your businesses open because I understand the value of, you know, a robust economy. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, where exactly do they align I mean, are we not taking into account how many, our uptick in crime, what that actually equates to? And, you know, Keisha would have you believe that it's because people are frustrated about COVID. They burn their own city down because they're just frustrated about COVID. No, I don't think so. But then uh, Jimmy goes on to ask her about where she is in her vice presidency.
1: So it's funny. My twelve-year-old just came in and asked me, "What's a short list?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like, I'm short. Can
1: I be on it? <laughs> um, you know, there are three hundred and thirty-plus million people in America. So to have my name mentioned um, as a as a part of this list is just beyond anything that I ever imagined for my life. So I'm I'm honored to be a part of the conversation and the end of the day this is about joe biden being elected president of the united states because we all know we cannot take four more years of that man who's in the white house right now
0: that man who's in the white house right now and if you want to know why you see lawlessness and um anarchy in your democratic run cities this right here this attitude is why. Because the children listen, the children watch. They take their direction from their elders. They are listening and they are watching. And the black population of the city of Atlanta sits on their stoops. They they talk, they chat, they tell stories, they tell lies. I know because I, I've been a part of this family dynamic for over 27 years now. So I know exactly what happens and the same stories and the same lies and the same disinformation and the same misinformation and the same conversation and culture centered around skin color is what is perpetuated on the daily. And someone like a mayor named Keisha could have galvanized the entire city to come together in unity outside of skin color by choosing to unify and to partner with a presidency that has done more for minorities across the board than any presidency in the history of our presidency including our one and only black president but that's not the narrative narrative and if you believe for one second that Keisha Lance Bottoms did not know that this was a possibility for the vice presidency you are asleep at the wheel. Public service announcement. If you live in the city of Atlanta, if you're traveling through the city of Atlanta, one way you can stop the, quote, water boys in our city, they're, they're dispersed throughout the city. But one way you can stop this is by no longer purchasing water. It's like those of you who believe, still, 63% of the country believes that Black Lives Matter is a good thing that is mind blowing to me how is that even possible and i think it's because we just stop short at black lives matter because most of us get it right but i'm i'm stunned that more people have not gone to their website to simply read what they stand for why is that so difficult and everything they stand for involves dismantling your family and your liberties. Anything of order, anything of decency, down the toilet. Why is that so hard for us? Why are we so challenged to pursue the information necessary to stop getting behind narratives that are leading to our demise? Why is this so difficult for us? Are you posting the truth do you understand that someone by the name of Chrissy Tagan, someone I took on uh, about six months ago on Twitter, she is the wife of, she's a beast of a person. She is the the bridezilla of one of, actually, my favorite musical artists, uh, John Legend. Uh, Chrissy was a model. She was on, you know, various television programs as a little host, VJ, DJ. Hostess with the mostess. She's got a trash, foul mouth. She has spoken so ill of the first lady, um, and the president. It it is beyond reproach. Uh, I mean, it's not beyond reproach. It is is beyond what what you could. You just don't want to know. I won't repeat it. And I have a potty mouth that I'm contending with. Um, and she's she's no stranger to that. She was very close. She and John were very close with the Obama family, uh, pre Obama administration, during Obama administration, and certainly I would be led to believe post. Um, Chrissy has gotten in some hot water lately around posts around children that she's made. Can't really tell cause she's a little, you know, not, you know, one sandwich shy of a complete picnic on most days. So at least in her behavior pattern, um, so she's made reference to pedophilic type things regarding Epstein, Epstein Island, um, flight manifest, I mean, just weird stuff. And so your QAnon folks, Q anonymous, okay, they have rallied together to say, hey, w- there's an entire network of pedophiles and all of this stuff is being uncovered. And if you just scroll through her previous tweets, which she has literally deleted th- tens of thousands of tweets, gone through and just mined through her account to ensure that, you know, Whatever, quote, evidence could have been there is no longer there, all right? And so she took to Jack at Twitter and said, if you don't get rid of these people, I'm leaving Twitter. And, um, and she's got millions of followers. You know, I was kind of surprised by how many, I think I had over 80,000 uh, people who signed on with my petition to boycott Target. Um, who she is, a, uh, she endorses Target and she's just so vile. Um, and I thought, you know what? This is gross. And so, why don't we get behind, you know, a boycott because that's what the left does. And uh, as long as Chrissy Tagan is uh, the mouthpiece, the ratchet mouthpiece of Target, I'm no longer personally going to shop there. Well, almost 80,000 people agreed with me um, after they saw what she wrote especially about the First Lady and the President. Um, She's just raunchy. And what do they do? You know, they stuck with her, and then she got even more endorsements. So, I mean, because that's how the non-cancel culture of the vile left operates in this country. Um, Well, so Twitter has purged thousands of, Of Twitter accounts, anyone who is aligned with anything Q. If you have a Q on your account, if you have Q photos, if you have Q references, if you hashtag Qs, Jack has taken it upon himself to go through and eradicate anyone who is remotely associated with this uh, cult following, I will call it. And I call it that affectionately. Uh, That's not to be meant in a negative term. But there are people on both sides of the conversation, some who believe it is just hoobly goobly, and uh, it's the big joke is on everyone, on conspiracy theorists, you know, or us. Um, others believe that it's absolutely legitimate. There's a language and a conversation had in code. They believe the president is in on it. They believe that he is coding, uh, you know, with, with various gestures and words and hashtags and things that he tweets along with the first lady and others. Some of them believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. is still alive Uh, that he never died, that he is Q. Uh, So it's it's an interesting culture. So whenever I say cult following, that's what I mean. It is a culture of belief. QAnon is nothing to be afraid of. It is a culture of belief. And most people, and listen, it's just like with anything, whether people are on the left or people on the right, you have legit fringe people that will meet you all the way back around the other side of the party. So, uh, and there are QAnons who are exactly like that, who are just, again, kind of like Chrissy, one picnic shy, I mean, one sandwich shy of an entire, uh, picnic. And so, um, yeah, so don't, you don't have to be afraid or go digging through the dark web. I don't even know why anyone would be on the dark web. As soon as you say dark web, I'm I'm like, "Mm, yeah, there's a bunch of creepy crap that goes on, on the dark web, I don't want my ISDN number even associated with a dark web. So I'm not that girl. I'm not that person. I'm not that commentator who's going to go looking for stuff. Now, you're welcome to send me things of that nature. I will watch documentaries. I will do my homework, but I'm not going to, if it requires me going to the dark web, I'm not going to be the person who does that. So so Chrissy has had you know a lot of power in shutting voices down. And now if you're aligned, as we all know, if you're on the right, you're going to run the risk of being censored. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry. It is a fact. It is just a cost of doing business as a conservative in this day and age, which is why I personally am inviting you to partner with me and my efforts as an, as an independent conservative commentator of clear talk media. You can do that by donating on my page. I have not set up a a subscription basis um, uh, for my show yet. I may go that route. I enjoy bringing you information that's quote free. This is my time. This is my work. This is my energy. This is my heart. This is my passion. This is my calling. So I just want to thank you in advance for anyone who has already made a donation to my work, and those of you who would continue to contribute through my new donate uh, button on my on my website, so you can contribute there. You can partner with me. Is really what you're doing. You're keeping me on my airwaves. You're keeping my lights on. You are keeping me from having to count on an industry that is hell bent on silencing anyone who would speak truth and facts. Never mind the fact that I am a Trump supporter. That is an additional uh, bullseye on my forehead. So your help, your partnership with me, I don't care if it's $5. I don't know what the minimum is because it's a credit card thing that you do online, but, um, and it's totally secure. Um, you know, but trust me when I tell you, we are better off as conservatives ensuring that our work is secured by our own servers, uh, by our own, you know, uh, teams, that are not infiltrated with people. I hate to say this. I really do because I've worked with some fabulous people who, who are not of the same uh, political persuasion as me. And then I found out that they were actually sabotaging my work because that's the mindset of crazy liberals on the left of people who are just hell bent on taking out anyone on the right who could be aligned with truth, liberty, justice, equality, uh, actual equality, and Donald Trump. That's the price you're going to pay. So if you are one of those people with a QAnon account, I just want to warn you, you probably want to roll on over to Parler because Parler is not censoring you. Matter of fact, I, I put a call out, a clarion call for all the QAnon's yesterday on parlor, you know, to follow me and I'll follow back. It may take me a minute, so be patient, but, um, I will follow back, but it's just, you know, listen, I don't block people on the left. I have the most egregious troll on my Facebook page right now, and I have not blocked him because a, he adds kind of, you know, an additional fun feature to my day. Uh, and I don't really have to contend with him because my followers do. Um, so I appreciate that. But, but it just reminds me of how, not okay some people really are and I'm not there to convert him I'm just not interested in converting him I'm interested in continuing to speak what I do and unless he threatens my life I have no intention of shutting him down because that's just not who I am that's not what I believe in we live in a country with freedom of speech and for those of us on the right we should be practicing that I don't normally call for a canceling of someone. I simply said, I am boycotting Target until that ratchet trash mouth, Chrissy Teigen is taken off of their endorsement list um, and 80,000 people joined me. So that's pretty amazing. Pretty awesome. Love having that level of influence too. Imagine what I could do for your brand. So by the way, that leads me to my next plug. (laughs) I am actually taking uh, advertisers, uh, taking applications for advertisers, whether it's local here in Georgia or it's national. I am, um, I can, I can sell ice to an Eskimo if I believe in your product. And if you are a patriot and you have a product that is uh, durable, uh, you have a product that is believable. You have a product that I can use. You have a product I believe in. I am your girl. So, uh, my daughter likes to remind me that I'm an influencer. I don't just have 31,000 followers; uh, I have a lot of engagement on my social media following. So uh, people trust me. I trust them. This is what we do: we support American-made products. We support patriots. Follow Monica on Twitter at Monica On Air Talk on Facebook at MontyMatthews. Matthews.
1: This is how you live life with Monica Matthews.
0: So, hey, for those of you who didn't think that, you know, the racism uh, classes were going to be taught in your schools, and for those of you lamenting the fact that your kids are going to be home with you, it appears, across the country, I know at least here in the state of Georgia, that's what we're looking at. Uh, A county here in the metro area of Georgia called DeKalb County declares... A public health emergency. And do you know what it is? <laughs> it's, are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. But it's, 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 um, racism. It's a public health emergency. <laughs> what? Yes, that is laughable. But it's also like, you guys better get it together. Because what I'm telling you is true. This is coming down on a national level from your Black Lives Matter organization. A public health emergency is racism. You know what? I'm almost tempted to agree with that. Against whites. You're absolutely right. Can't we just flip the narrative on its head? You're absolutely right. The public health emergency, particularly in the city of Atlanta, is racism against whites. In other news, over 1.4 million new unemployment filings as of this week. Can you believe that? 1.4 million Americans are seeking unemployment benefits in the past week. That was the number tallied. Now, The left would have you believe that racism is a public health emergency at the moment. But don't most of you agree that without the ability to keep your lights on, feed your families, you purchase essentials, clothing, things of that nature, isn't that more of a public health emergency? I mean, I I can't wait to see the numbers of Um, telehealth in, in the department of psychology, also, you know, uh, people who are going to be put on meds for antidepressants, you know, where are those numbers though, though, that's, those are the public health emergencies due to Covid. I got to tell you though, my family in Greece—they are living large. They don't even know what the hell we're talking about. They're swimming in the Aegean. They're drinking ouzo. They're—you know—they're—we're doing what Greeks do, which is why you know the Germans have to bail us out of everything. I, I jokingly and affectionately refer to, <laughs> you know, my, my Greeks and my Germans, uh, kind of the same. And that I love my Greek family and I love my German family because my German family makes up for. You know the sloth that some of my Greek family uh, chooses to practice, but but their quality of life sure is interesting. I mean, sure most things are. I mean, you you would normally associate associate being Greek with democracy, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a little less like a democracy when you live in the EU, first of all, and uh, certainly whenever Germany is like their, are China. Germany to Greece is like China is to America. There, there's the equivalency. So, you know, think about that. But most Greek people, you know, they love to cuss and argue and fuss and fight over politics. And no one's going to change the thing. No one will change the thing. I mean, they're worse than Atlanta politics. The politics that come out of Athens, Greece, is worse than the black mafia cabal that we have to deal with here in the city of Atlanta. And I say that without a single hint of racism. Like, none. It is just what it is. So... My family in Greece, they're like, psh, other than tourism not being up from Americans. Uh, I think they just recently reopened to Americans, um, but other European countries are completely shut down. We can't even visit. Matter of fact, I'm not sure I can visit my family in Germany. I just told my mom that last week. Uh, not sure we can actually visit right now, but... Yeah, the Greeks, man, they're they're just chilling. They're in the sun. They got they're all vitamin D'd up, you know. They got good attitudes about stuff. They nap and they work a little bit here and there and then they nap in the afternoon. Then they get up and, you know, eat and drink and sit around and spend family time together and commiserate and sure they've got issues in some of your major cities just like we do, but especially Athens, but in the islands, oh please. So Greece, that might need to be on your uh, vacation list because this country has completely lost its mind as this freaking shamdemic goes as far as i'm concerned the numbers are just not adding up information's not adding up i mean i'm reading abc news notes right now and and looking over numbers and thinking wow we don't even know if these are accurate numbers because you're not sure who to believe. That is the number one email I receive from you guys. Who do we trust? Who do we believe? We, we don't even know what to believe anymore in the way of numbers. And what, and the more people find out who's in bed with whom, like the, the bedfellows across the board, the more you're like, mm, I'm not buying it. Now there are people some of my followers have family members who have died from COVID. It's a a, a disease they didn't realize was an underlying uh, health issue for them, especially diabetics, cardiovascular disease, and they come down with this mess, and it is not pretty. So the number one thing you can do for yourself, patriots, the number one thing you can do is take your peace, because that's what. They want. They want your peace and they want your joy. I've said it for the past three years of this administration. We are not allowed to celebrate anything. And because we're so focused on one sham. Coup after another, with regard to this administration, whether it's the Russians or the Ukraines or 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 sex addicts and pat, porn chicks and and crazy, uh, you know, uh, campaign directors and and just nuts stuff, crazy stuff. We have had zero time to sell The only person celebrating, if <laughs> you think about it, God bless him. The only person celebrating his record is the president. He's the only person who takes the time to celebrate himself and his victories for this country. What does that tell us? I mean, I love it when I see rallies because people get together and and that's definitely a way of celebrating. Um, But we are missing the boat. It's your peace and your joy they want. If they can take that from you, They've got you, and they have your health. They have your body. Do you understand that? They have your mind. They have your spirit. We talked about that yesterday. Yesterday's podcast, Spirit Man, located in your gut. When you are in turmoil, when you're on antidepressants, when you can't sleep, when you can't eat, when you're running to the bathroom, when you've got reflux, when you've got migraines, when you've got butt aches and back aches and ear aches and all this crap, and you're afraid You're afraid of your neighbors. You're afraid to go outside of the house. You're being told to tell on people, take pictures of your neighbors who aren't wearing masks. That is an assault on your psyche, and it's intentional. So be intentional about maintaining your peace. So I love something a dear friend of mine in ministry said many years ago. She said, Monica, just remain in Christ and do whatever you want. Yeah, I'll say that again. Just stay in Christ, remain in me, saith the Lord. Right? Otherwise you are dried up. You're like a dried up branch. And men will gather you. For the longest time I used to read that scripture and think, Oh God, God says he'll cut you off and you know, if you don't remain in him and engrafted in him, then you're, you're gonna dry up and become shriveled up and of a human and he's going to burn you up in hell. And that's not what that says at all. Uh, It actually says remain in me. I will remain in you. Um, You know, you've been engrafted in me. So I am the root. I am, you are the branches, but I am the root system. If you're not in me, then you're outside of me. And what happens, I have a beautiful foliage garden That I'm I'm looking at actually right now. Um, It has been, I've spent painstaking hours getting my vines to grow and, and, and training them where I want them to grow so that they can flourish and be beautiful once they come into full bloom and they begin, you know, they're just, they're going to be massive from what I understand, but, but it's been tedious work. Some of them just want to get off track and they, you know, they're all over the other side of the fence. My neighbors are pissed. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's nuts, but, and some of them are, you know, sprouts going off here in their own direction and I just gently, you know, in my little act of husbandry, there's the Lord, um, you know, I just gently get on my ladder and redirect everyone's path, right? I don't, but some of them have broken off because they're, they won't stay on the path. So they've broken off and they've dried up. They're no longer attached to the root system. So the branches have dried. They've shriveled. They're literally dead. And then what does the Bible say? Men gather you up and burn you like rubble, like foliage that's just fallen off of the tree. And that's what's happening. So my admonition to you today is to stay and grafted where your peace and your joy can reign supreme remember there's only one supreme being so all this white supremacy stuff is ridiculous I'm sure there are some people who believe that they're more supreme than others I've dated many of them they're called narcissists but other than that most of us realize there's only one supreme being and it's not us amen Uh, and speaking of supremacists, so there's a special education teacher here in Georgia, again in DeKalb, where they want you to take pictures of your neighbors for not wearing a mask. They're gonna fine you up to $250 if they catch you out in public without a mask. I mean, it's it's insane. Um, you're gonna have to go before a judge, and then you can always invoke your religion, your faith. See, this is where Riffert comes in handy. Uh, your your freedom of religion, not freedom from and uh, although there's that too, because this is still America for now, but a special education teacher out of DeKalb County encourages Black Lives Matter to kill a white toddler. So some of you have seen this. It's been, um, it went viral. It was on Twitter. There is a black, I I, I couldn't tell what color he was, and it didn't really matter because all I could see was that his his knee was on the neck of a toddler uh, that was in a diaper. and then you could see his, the toddler's hands being held behind him by black a blight someone with black hands and black arm, black skin. And so for a minute there, I thought, no way like this has got to be superimposed because you have to really pay attention to what you're watching and what you're seeing because there's so many folks who are extremely talented with disinformation especially whether it's audio or visual right like we get a kick out of the president's and his memes the president's memes and he's kicking ass in a boxing ring and all this stuff Um, but uh, and he's got you know he's he's boxing Nancy or whomever uh, in a ring well the same thing can happen with basically any inflammatory subject so I didn't jump immediately to a conclusion about this, but now I realize that it's actually real. And the person who was uh, on the uh, on the neck of this toddler is the boyfriend. He's a Black Lives supporter, Black Lives Matter supporter. He is the uh, criminal boyfriend of a white lady. Who she like a complete idiot left her toddler with? She's defending the guy, by the way. So you got to know how healthy that is. Reminds me of having a relationship with like Eminem, but this dude, this dude really is black. So he's black. He's got tats. You know, he's kind of he looks like he's throwing gang signs. And because I'm not exactly you know the gang aficionado that some people think I am, although I do follow them very closely, I don't know what gang he's associated with. But he is throwing signs, and those are things that I've been trying to pay attention to. So he's in this picture. His. Next his knee is on the neck of a white toddler. Another person who is black is holding the toddler's uh, arms behind his back, and he is screaming. He looks like he's in anguish. And so, um, what was his name? Uh, hold on, I gotta find his name. Well, at any rate, they have since found this dude because you know some people are just so not smart. All you gotta do is send out a call on on Twitter, and you're done. Like you're you're found. Well, apparently violated probation. Imagine that, you know, sitting on the neck of a toddler would probably do that for you. But we just learned that there's a Atlanta high school teacher who has suggested that the image wasn't graphic enough. Mm-hmm. Brian Papin, P-A-P-I-N, a special ed teacher at Cedar Grove High School here in Atlanta, Georgia, Believes that the man kneeling on the baby's neck should have leaned in with all of his weight until the child was dead. I'm not kidding. So here he is. Uh, he's posted this on what looks like is Facebook. Yes, it's Facebook. Okay, and he says again, quote again, you're doing it wrong. One knee on the center of the back. Uh, one one of the back one one the neck and lean in uh, and lean into it until death. You saw the video, get it right or stop effing around. Exclamation point. This is, this is on his Facebook page. Okay. National review. This is who I'm reading from uh, says they've taken the liberty of archiving the individual's LinkedIn page. Since we feel he might be a danger to the community and those around him, while his post is technically not illegal we have a hard time imagining that he is a suitable teacher and caregiver for the most vulnerable children of America. So as you can imagine, uh, people have descended upon the uh, Cedar Grove High School calling for his resignation, calling upon the principal, myself included, uh, to find out exactly what's going to happen to this guy. And, you know, we can already put, you know, what's the over-under that he stays? I mean, we already know how this is going to end because he's on the left and he's black. So there's that. So speaking of supremacy, we really do kind of have that, that spirit of pride roaming through the earth right now with regard to supremacy. But this right here, this is some stuff. And that is a, that is a Black Lives Matter supporter. Yeah, I mean, you, hell, you just had one of, their, um, one of their leaders arrested for and taken down for child sex trafficking. Wake up. And if you see your neighbors and your friends and your family and they're adhering to this crazy, Marxist, insane, demonic group, please be the bigger patriot. Please be a person of love. Don't be the person who talks trash about somebody behind their backs and you don't inform them. You don't at least give them a way out with information. You don't have to be ugly about it. You can turn them on to my podcast. How about that? You don't have to be ugly about it. You can... Give them information. Say, hey, you might want to take a look at this. Give them the website. Hey, by the way, do you love your husband? Do you love men? Do you love your family? Do you love the family unit? Do you love liberty? Do you love all people? I mean, there's love I've invoked a thousand times. Everything they stand for. Do you love decency? Do you love order? None of that's there. None of that is there. Do you love this country? Do you love our constitution? None of that is there. Do you believe in slavery? Are you for slavery of white people? That would be an interesting question for some people to answer. So, hey, uh, in case you want to sound off to the principal here, it doesn't really matter where you live if you're a decent human being. Um, At Cedar Grove High School, the number is 678-874-4002. Again, that's 678-804-4002. Uh, the principal is Clifton Spears, Coach Spears. Here's his cell phone number. Uh, this was, I'm trying to think of, someone just put this on my Twitter feed. So here's his cell phone, apparently that's out there, and it's it's uh, public knowledge. So I am not doxing anyone. I don't have the man's address, and if I did, I wouldn't give it to you anyway. But his cell phone number is 404-603-6592. I imagine it will probably be changed by the end of the day, but it's 404-603-6292. His email is Clifton Spears at decabschoolsga.org. Again, Clifton Spears at org. So this is crazy time that, that we live in. Um, and you're going to have to decide whether or not you're going to sit back and just <gasps> collectively gasp. Every time you turn on the news and shake your head or if you're going to engage in the battle and start calling things out, start calling the people that can and should be making a difference, uh, do it. Even if you don't see something happen right away, it's not the time for you to be apathetic. And I certainly hope it's not going to be the time for you to be apathetic in November. I realize the Never Trumpers are rallying. There are many people who have actually jumped ship to become a uh, Republican for Biden, whatever the heck that means. Uh, but in closing, I do want to send a shout-out to uh, U.S. Senator Kelly Loeffler, who is leading the charge in, uh, in gang legislation. She was also on Fox News uh, commending the president for um, his federal intervention combating the escalating violence in our major cities across the U.S., who conduct crime in organized gangs. You
1: saw it last week where the DOJ came out and, and issued terrorism charges against the leader of MS-13. We need more of that. We need more rooting them out and stopping this senseless violence. Like you saw last night in Chicago, 15 people shot at a funeral. We have to draw the line right now. This...
0: That is uh, U.S. Senator of Georgia, Kelly Loeffler, Um, You know, people have asked me for the longest which side I'm, I'm going to take with regard to the Senate race here in the state of Georgia, which is pretty contentious. Uh, but we've got Kelly Leffler and, and uh, her, her biggest opponent is uh, Doug Collins, who is, you might remember, was a major champion of the president during, in the House uh, during his um, impeachment hearings. So, um, you know, there's kind of a divided family, if you will, here in Georgia. What else is new uh, with regard to who's going to vote for whom? But I will tell you this, um, anyone who will take on this criminal gang element that we have in this country on a federal level. And I'm not talking about uh, criminal justice reform you know hugs for thugs programs i'm not talking about that i'm not talking about making sure that our children don't go to prison with hardcore cr- news flash what what senator leffler is telling you is absolutely true and that by the time these kids reach 8 years old that is the average indoctrination age for criminal gang street gangs do you understand that and your initial your initiation is usually between the ages of 6 and 8 years old i'm not kidding this is a major, you, y'all want to talk about global pandemics? We have a national pandemic in this country called the criminal gang element. So uh, my hat is off to her. Uh, Marsha uh, Blackburn is in on this as well as um, as uh, Senator Tom Cotton. Um, so I am extremely uh, uh, appreciative uh, because we literally have a nation, we have over 1.5 million. I mean, that's that's probably uh, more than likely at this point, according to FBI stats. That that's an understatement of how many criminal gang elements we have in this country. People who are who are an active participant in criminal gangs, and it's everything from trafficking to fraud to theft, to anarchy, to aligning with things like Black Lives Matter, uh, to kidnapping, uh, rape, murder, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, robberies, home invasions, I mean, you name it, they're out there. So this is a heavy lift. Uh, I know that my local law enforcement agencies, my state agencies here in the state of Georgia, have been hoping that someone would take up a federal mantle and uh, and make it a, a federal Criminal gang statute, uh, put that in place. This is a heavy lift, but I think it's one for sure. My governor in the state of Georgia has been just, you know, uh, uh, clarion calling. Uh, about this during his campaign and he has followed through on it we need to have a federal uh, gang database in place and I'm going to tell you something the left is going to shout it down just like they do here on a state level because they feel like it gives the government too much control and anybody could go in there and find anybody who's black anybody they want to and it, and it's going to be you know it'll be completely one-sided well newsflash so fun fact People here in the state of Georgia, uh, uh, legislators on the left, will make this a race issue always because they'll say, well, uh, babe, there aren't there, why don't you go after the the white criminal gang element? And uh, our answer, you know, you're always just talking about the black criminal gang. I'm like, well, actually, we have Latinos, we have blacks, but for the most part, you do, you definitely have a white criminal. Criminal gang element. But fun fact most of them are out in your suburbs making meth. They are murdering, they are raping, they are pillaging, they are uh, trafficking drugs and people, primarily your children. Yes, they're in trailers, they're also um, engaging in fraud. All forms of fraud, you can imagine. But you're probably not going to find them down in certain parts of the city of Atlanta. So people try, again, to make crime a race issue, a skin color issue. They're right in the fact that it is a human race issue. Crime has always been a human race issue. And depending upon the demographic that's made up in any particular area, where the criminal gang element resides, you're probably going to find either white, black, Latino, I believe it or not, the Asians aren't exactly, you know, uh, s- uh, sweet peas whenever it comes to this. They are hardcore. Russian gangs is what? what? Greek mafias? I mean, we, see, we, we have sensualized the mafia so much in this country. We've romanticized it. We've made it sexy. We have reality shows about it, right? So now, whenever we tell you, no, there really is a nation of criminal gang elements in this country, criminal street gang affiliates, cartels, I mean, you want to talk about dangerous as hell. So to be able to track their movement, to track them from the time they're teeny weeny they're, they're nobodies, they're tiny people, and they get into the system so you can follow their patterns and you can take them out, ship them to another island, and set it on fire as far as I'm concerned. Doesn't sound very Christian, does it? Well, when you see some of the videos I've seen and the crime perpetuated, by this criminal gang element that Kelly Loeffler has the stones to go after by enforcing a federal gang statute to include a federal gang database. You guys should be sending her flowers and a thank you card right now. That is a heavy lift for a female to lead the charge along with another heavy lifter, Marsha Blackburn, and for sure, Senator Tom Cotton, you guys, this is great news, and I want to leave you on that. There's some hope. There's some hope coming out of our Senate. There's hope. Keep hope alive. Even though it feels like the you know the inmates are running the asylum, if we can get this thing passed through, she's more than likely going to have my vote. Haven't completely decided. I do love me some Doug Collins, but this has been a feather that, that had, I have carried close in my cap. To say we have got to do something about this. And I haven't gotten the answers that I wanted from other people uh, regarding this. But this is an answer. This is a woman who has some stones. So I, you know, I have nothing negative to say about that whatsoever. Stocks and all of that be damned. This right here is something that will absolutely save lives. It is crucial to partner with this type of legislation. Okay. I love you guys, and I will be back uh, tomorrow, and we can, uh, you know, continue this conversation then. Thank you for sharing my work. Thank you for donating on my website, MonicaMatthews.com, signing up for my newsletters, MonicaMatthews.com. I'm an iTunes Stitcher all, all over the place. I'll come directly to your phone. You can find me everywhere. So, no need to fret that I'm no longer on terrestrial radio, I'm everywhere. So, you no longer have to wait to hear from me. Be good to your neighbor, beginning with your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.